I'm the beef baiting, bad blood bathing, bug bed butcher, bad bitch blazing, backbreaker, beat both bodies, bodies is beat, bruised, bone broken, bad boy big, beyond beef, booster blaster, bump burners behind you bum bitches, blister buster, bump burner big as a biscuit, bet balls bounce between a bitch butt, bought begging to go beneath, but it's a blast when she bust, born best style, Brooklyn beside Brownville, box from Bushwick, back and birds with Berettas, back and birds with Berettas, back crab a back snapper, back and bullets on you bullshitters, the backstabbers bet nothing, bump Ballers bugging, better be the boy back bottom with a belt for bluffing the crib walker. Crisscross a cream coffin, cats couldn't kill a cold from COVID coughing. I'm cautious. Top and candy continue to call chubs. Cow, stop playing with me. <laughs> You're now watching Rhymes and Politics. Check, check it out. Spit the balls. Yo, check it out. It's your right hand man, Sice. You're now tuned into Rhymes and Politics. We got a special guest for y'all today, man. Y'all gonna love this one right here. When we talk about 90s golden era hip-hop, this brother and his brother was the spearhead of that hardcore movement, man. These brothers are songwriters, producers, actors, entrepreneurs, and they rep Brownsville to the fullest, man. I got none other than Trigger the Gamble next to me, y'all. Check this uh, out, man. What's up, family? Good, How you man. feeling, man? Good, brother. It's an honor, man. Good, man. Thanks, I'm, man. I'm, Same, I'm, bro. Yo, I'm just excited just sitting here next to you, man. <laughs> this is like, and it's Hip Hop 50, Hip Hop 50th and all that. So oh, this is yeah. a good time for like the young generation Definitely. to get a lot of uh, hip hop history and stuff like that. Definitely. So I just bro. want you to take us to the beginning, like your youth, when, y'all was, when you and your brother was coming up, Smooth the Hustler. Yeah. What was y'all seeing? What was y'all getting into? that cultivated y'all into the artists that y'all became. Right, yeah. Well, you know, growing up in Brownsville, Brooklyn, period, man, it was just, it was crazy, you know. Um, we we was around everything, to be honest with you. You know, me and, me and my brother, we was kind of like, we wasn't living hard in the streets, mm-hmm. but we was in the streets, you right. know. Okay. Um, we had our hands in it at a young age, you know, 12, 13. I mean, it was the life we was living, you know, mm-hmm. it was what we was around, it was what we seen. Um, Brownville was hard growing up in that, you know, around Brownville, just from what you're seeing in the streets, you know, you got your hustlers, you got your gamblers, you got your pimps, you got your, you know, Mm -hmm. just everything just goes on, you know what I'm saying? And we was just always those very popular young kids at the time. Okay. Um, We always went everywhere in Brooklyn, like it wasn't a project or it wasn't a place we wouldn't go. Okay. So... We got known very well just through junior high school, um, high school, stuff like that. So you mainly stayed like in your area, your neighborhood, like Brownsville, because East well, New York is right next door, right? Well, yeah, East New York is right there. I mean, I and was in Crown Heights too. Yeah, I was in every hood. I mean, to be honest with you, I got children born and raised in East New York, okay. you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, that, that kind of let you know, you know, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> what's that? Yeah. What's the line that cuts that separate East New York from Brownsville? Is that the, is that the L train? Um, is that that line where East New York starts and yeah. Brownsville ends? Yeah, to be honest with you, you know, um, once you go over to Linden Boulevard, over by Linden Boulevard, okay. it kind of cuts it off on that side, you know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. Then, um, so it's just like, like a borderline right there yeah. by Jefferson High School, you know, okay. on that end, kind of cuts it off on borderline. Okay. You know, yeah. Um. So, like, when y'all developed y'all flow, how would how did y'all develop that heart, that flow that y'all got? Because oh, you got like a a machine gun flow, and your brother's yeah. more like a smooth but 
it has it's a hard hustler flow like right. so how did y'all cultivate that 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 art that art that style right to there to be like, honest with you I watched Smooth so so he started first right like Smooth was the first rapper like in our, my hood period that we even knew about like growing up Smooth would walk around with black and white notebook in the park. The composition while, book. Yeah, while all of us was doing everything else, everybody would be like, yo, what's up with your brother, man? He got a book in his hand. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And everybody, even adults, would be like, you know, yo, that's going to be a smart kid when he get older. All wow. he got, he just kept a book. Yeah. He was very smart. He knew math, like, back his hands. He, okay. um, he was in every spelling competition you could think of yeah, as a kid. Cause he, he the older brother. Yeah, he one year older than me. So he know? was already outside of, already, and you kind yeah. of followed his footsteps? Yeah, I kind of followed more his footsteps on just watching him far as him rapping mm -hmm. and stuff. Because we both was in the street far as like just acting up and doing right. us. But um, he got more focused on his craft when it came to that. Because I wasn't, I wasn't into rap. You know, to be honest with you, okay, I was doing a lot of <laughs> other stuff. You right. know what I'm saying? I was doing everything else, and um, Smooth used to be like, "Yo, man, you need to do do something different." You know? Yeah. And just me being just trigger, I'm out there. I was more like, "I'm gonna hold my brother down on what he do." No doubt. And I'm like, "You rap, I got you." Okay. Like I'm with the street homies. This is what we do, mm -hmm. and you know what I'm saying. So when I saw him, he had got into a situation with Dr. Period. And him was working together, and and Dr. was shopping his music and shopping stuff for him. Yeah. And you know he had did a little time and and came home. He was telling me why he was in there. He was like, "Yo, man, you gotta get serious, cause when I come home, I'm straight serious. Right. Like I'm, I'm making this happen, whether you like it or not. That's what's up. Whether anybody behind me, uh -huh. you know. And I knew he was always serious, cause he would he he was a loner when it came to like doing things on his own. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Smooth was just like he a brainiac dude and just be like. I want to do this, and he won't tell nobody. He'll just go do it. Right. Okay. You know what wow, I'm saying? And just come crazy. back with the result. Yeah. On the results, you know. So I'll be mm -hmm. like, "Wow, all right." So once I saw that, and he came home, and they was kind of focused on that, I got focused. Well, how old was you? At we that time, me getting focused on music, I was about more 17, 18 years old, getting more focused okay. into it. You, you know, you, because you dabbled with it a little yeah, earlier, like twelve or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I dabbled early, um, twelve, thirteen years old. Okay, um, had a situation that, um, I was uh, I was with a crew of my homeboys. They're older at mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Um, they had a party going on in Queens in Chafalhaga Square, at the time. I remember this brightest day. It was um, LL Cool J. I think twenty first birthday. Wow. Or something like that. Yeah. I think. Big up to L. Mm -hmm. uh, Shout out. Like, yeah, you know, it was like his 21 birthday or something like that. And they, they threw the party there and they snuck me in. Mm -hmm. I went with, um, I was with a whole bunch of guys from Cold Chilling at the time, which was uh, Granddaddy IU, um, God bless his soul, mm -hmm. Biz Mark, God bless him. Yeah. Um, I was with my homie Big Bam. Big Bam was taking me around and um, he took me there. And then they gassed me to jump on the stage and take the mic <laughs> from, um, it was Bust the Crew. It was like they, they, they had a crew, somebody was performing. And um, I got up there, I took the mic and Was busted. you nervous? Yeah, I was, I was nervous as far as. Had to have the, yeah. the bubble guts. Because it, it was so packed yeah. in there and everybody in there was older than me. And they just throwing you up they, there. They so just you... throwing, yeah, my guys gassed me up like, yo, get up there. <laughs> this is what you're going to do. Right. And it was mostly all of them that was, you know, rocking with cold chilling and mm -hmm. stuff at the time. And I get up there, I, I snatch the mic, 
and they stopped the, the set. Stop, hold up. Who is this? Yeah. And I had a name Trigger at the time. So they didn't know my name. They was just like, yo, you know, um, let them rock. Yeah, yeah. And so I get up there, and at the time, punchlines was really what was going on. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about, you know, metaphor metaphorically, it was punchlines. Yeah. On comparison of, of different words, you know, mm -hmm. comparing this, comparing that. Yeah. And um, I got up there, and I kicked the whole joint. And mind you, half of the rhyme was smooth rhyme. Oh, okay. Like half of it, because we did so much writing together. Yeah. People didn't know that like, we would go back and forth with certain things. Okay. So I, I kicked all mines and kicked a little bit of his, and the crowd never stopped me. They didn't boo me. They didn't do anything. When I finished, the crowd went crazy. Wow. So Fly Tower was standing there, and at the time, he was like, yo, I'm, take, I'm taking him to Mr. Magic <laughs> and Mr. C. Yeah. Big up to them. You no know what I'm doubt. saying? Shout out. Yeah, salute. Word. You know, so... um. He took me there. I don't know if they remember. I was young. Mm -hmm. I came. I came to the radio station. I also kicked another from freestyle for them on the radio station, which um, Fly Tower was like, "Oh, you know, I got him up here because he threw a rhyme at this cane." <laughs> and, and at that time, we wasn't this. You know, it wasn't like dissing cane because we didn't really know too much about how people would take the wordplay so personal. Right. You know, it was more of us. Like I said, more of us just being metaphorically, okay, you know, lyrically. Um, dope or whatever we was trying what, to do. What year that was time. that when you when they threw you on stage? What year was that? Um, that had to be about like the late eighties. Okay. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Um, eighty eight. Wow. Eighty nine, something like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's it crazy. Like, it was like in that that time. So that kind of like that was your start right there. Yeah, it, it was. It kind of let me know that people was would even listen to me. Yeah. Because I would go around and just battle hood dudes, like okay. dudes in my school, yeah. all that that was rapping. We'd be at the lunch table. That's how and, I pretty much started. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah, you know, I'm like, <laughs> oh, battle, burn right. you. Yeah. You know, girls going crazy. Then everybody quoting, you know, things you said and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. that was one part of it. But then to be out there in front of people, you know, that you didn't know and spitting and they kind of like feeling what you're saying. Yeah. It was kind of like just gave me like a, a me to look again, like, whoa. That smooth might got something going on here that he been telling me about. Yeah, so that kind of opened your eyes up. Now, eyes now you can see what see the picture exactly. now. Exactly. So you know, um, leading on, it was just more like I said when he um he got incarcerated, came home, and I got more focus on it. Um, I was at a, a video shoot, which was um, MOP. Oh, which one? How about some hardcore? Ooh, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, you was in um, that video. Well, I didn't get in the video. I was there the whole day. Okay. I was on the set. I was there the whole day. Um, I was more trying to learn the, the other side of it. Yeah, just okay. watching how they film. Yeah, the whole process. Yeah, none of us was in that position before to really know how that worked. Right. And um, and I knew Smooth was coming home, and I'm just like, well, Smooth gonna have to be do this, be doing this soon. Right. So let me pay that attention. Was that was That was a you know small move that you did. Yeah, That's you know. Dope. Let me yeah. pay attention because everybody else was like, oh, I'm gonna get a video. I'm gonna get. But I, I knew them, you know, as growing up, we mm -hmm. all knew each other. And also, I understood at that time that we had crews and groups and things like that. And a lot of times you had to get your crew out there. Right, okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And people got to know who's your team. Yeah. And because we have so many, everybody else, people just like, who's that, who's that, who's that? Yeah. You got to explain so much. Right. I was already hip to a lot of that young. Mm -hmm. So DR was like, yo, come on, get in the video again. And I'm like, nah, let them do their thing. I mean... It was respect there. Right. It wasn't like they was like, nah, you can't get in the video, none right, of that. Right. It wasn't that, you That's know? That's dope, yeah. So um, 
DR brother was like his brother called Kenny, Kenny, his name was Kenny G. He was a producer also. Okay. So they, they wanted to start a hip hop, you know, a freestyle um, cypher going on. Mm -hmm. So you know me, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I do. Right. And um, DR brother's like, oh my God. Like, he looking at D like, yo, what's going on? Yeah. D like, ah, uh, Trig ain't doing? serious. Yeah, what we doing? He like, Trig ain't serious. <laughs> so I'm standing there, I'm like, D, I mean, yo, I'm here, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I got my brother back. Like, it's what it is. Right. And Kenny just was so, he was just so on me, like, yo, what you doing today? I want you, I want you to come to the studio. Yo, that's and I dope. And I was getting money, you, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's dope that you even had people that was like, they saw something in you. They did. To kind of like, you know, the, like, feet, like, Really push it, yeah, right? Put, and put it was it Ken, and it was Kenny G. I ain't gonna lie, cause nobody else had gave me that Definitely. solid input. Like, yo, man, I want you in the studio. Exactly, yeah. I got a track for you. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you don't even know me really. Like, but you, but you hear my style. See, as a producer, I didn't know at the time. Like, exactly. a producer could hear you and be like, I got something for that. Right. So at that time, you know, I'm just like, alright, I'm coming down there to see you. So I go to see him at the studio. When I go to see him at the studio, he got. Banging joint for me, damn dope. So Dr. sitting in Dr. Like, Trig, you need to get focused. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, D, I'm, I'm trying to. D. He said, All right, you 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 serious? You want to get focused? I said, Yeah. He said, All right, I got a track for you too right now. Yeah. He said, We're gonna see how focused you are. Yeah. And he said, and This goes for you and Christ. He said, Cause Christ come down here, Christ be hollering, you know. He said, But y'all ain't bring me nothing that's that's solid. That's gonna. So I'm like, All right, D, mm -hmm. give me something. Mm -hmm. So D gives me, um, he gives me broken language beat. There you go. That's where it start, right there. Right uh oh, there. I can't wait to hear this story. So, I'm like, yeah, yo, so. you gotta forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, yo, I can't stop smiling, yeah. my brother. I'm just so right. happy to just sit here and hear these stories. I love when Definitely. I hear these hip hop stories because it just feeds my hip hop soul and all that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and these are the stories that people want to hear. Like, Definitely. you know what I mean? Especially from man. like you and like your brother, Smooth the Hustler. Yeah. Um. Y'all dudes are like rare, rare gems. Y'all dudes are like stones in the pyramid of hip hop. You Thanks, know what I'm saying? Man, I really appreciate that. So these that, stories, you know? we want to hear these stories. Like, right, definitely. So, and I got them for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How did you and um, D.V. Elias um, Christ? hook up and all that? Well, me and Christ used to go to school together. Me okay. and Christ was in junior high school together. Um, funny story how me and Christ met, man. Um, we was in, uh, Christ was in the grade lower than me okay um but we used to always be in the gym together and i i, I really love for christ to tell his story because yeah. he had you dying okay, laughing we gotta get with you behind bro. it he's in yeah, new york christ, yeah he's in new york i'm gonna get yeah we're gonna con connect me with them we're gonna dude, get him on man, the show when it, when it comes down to anything anything he's explaining he tells the truth all the time yeah. so it's just like it makes it more funny because yeah. that's when you really <laughs> listen to him you really know where he was at at that moment right yeah but um when christ explained it to he goes I used to come in the gym. I used to have a lot of people around me in the gym. I was very popular in school. Mm -hmm. um, and I come in there and, well, Christ came in and I'm on the bench, I'm sitting down. We just finished playing basketball. And Christ come in, he see girls and people there. They wipe up my head. <laughs> like, you know, he see girls, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Christ is like, he looks like, what the fuck is this? Right. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm sitting there and um, he comes over, he introduced himself. And at the time, I had saw him dance. Mm -hmm. Christ was a dancer too. I saw okay. him dance. And I used to tell my boys, I'm like, yo, this nigga dope. Yeah. Like, this nigga, he'd get it in. And no, a lot of people didn't know I was a dancer. Oh, okay. They didn't know I was a 
dangerous dancer. Yeah, B boy. All of breaking. I breaking was a little bit more in it, but more hip hop. Got you. Okay. And I started. I in my school at the time. I had a dance teacher named Miss Baker, and she used to always push me and be like, "People don't know you dance. You need to show the world. You you gotta show the world what you do." Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, Miss Baker, they're not gonna be. They're not gonna catch on to this because I was doing more swinging hip hop." Oh, okay. Over the legs, overhead, throwing people. Like like how y'all was doing in your, your, your bus video? Right, oh, exactly. Oh, wow, that's Now, crazy. mind you, I was doing all of this young. Wow. So when, I, when me and Christ got together, we started hanging and talking about music and mm -hmm. chilling and stuff. And I told Christ, I said, Christ, I choreograph. I know how to, I can put together something that's going to blow everybody's mind. Okay. And Christ was like, let's do it. So we wound up putting together group called Guest Riders. Okay. Which consisted of eight of us at the time. You know, six went from six to eight. Mm -hmm. But um, before that, we also was choreographing two dance classes in our school. Oh, okay, wow. So which had 70 students in the overall class. Mm -hmm. And me and Christ, I would make the routines up and Christ would help me and we would actually teach 40 girls, 30 guys separately, okay. yeah. then bring them all together and work together. Well, we started winning first place all the competitions our school would do. Okay. So we had a thing called Town Hall we went to. We won that. That was one of the biggest final competitions for us. Mm -hmm. We wound up winning that. And so after that, we just was more like, okay, Smooth is rapping. We're going to go dance behind Smooth. Okay. It was this place called All-Star Talent Search. And All-Star Talent Search was nothing but dancers. And you could do anything you want. You could rap. You could sing. You could do whatever but it was big for the community. Okay. So every borough was a part of it. They would come to the All-Star Talent Search. Mm -hmm. So we got into competition, and the minute we got into competition, we blew the walls off. <laughs> 12 competitions in a row first place. Damn. From everybody around. These are, these are groups from around the world, from everywhere, wow. that's coming there to perform. Yeah. Okay? Now, like I told you, the dancing we were doing was never seen in our era, okay. ever. Okay. And we would make those steps up because my grandparents were swingers oh. when they were kids and younger. They from the South? They from the South. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so they went around to all the clubs when they were young yeah. and that's what they did for a living. Okay. So um, me being able to take a lot of that, I knew off top that the young generation that I was in, the generation we was in at that time, didn't know anything about it. Right. They really never even seen it. Mm-hmm. So... We started adding that into our routines, and then we added on more far as, like I said, six, then yeah. it was eight. Um, it got more dangerous and dangerous, the steps we were doing. So we got invited to the Apollo for special guests. So we came to the Apollo, tore the Apollo down, special <laughs> guests. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We also got, um, we also got offered to come to Ringling Brothers and Ball and Bailey Circus. Wow at the time because of the dance steps and the moves we were doing. Like I said, we was throwing people off swing. It was things they didn't couldn't understand. Yeah. And I can give you a perfect example of what it all looked like if you go back to He I Served. All of those steps that was in that movie uh -huh. came from all of what we was doing in All-Star Talent Search. We even got the information that people went up there and got our tapes from the All-Star Talent Search to get them dance steps because a lot of those dance steps were created and made up through us. There wasn't dance steps that was out already. Wow. 
So Man. the moves that was being done were moves that we knew specifically we were making up. Right. And then we watched the movie and saw all our moves in it. <laughs> but I let it I let it be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that because that was the dance side of us. So when we got into the music side, you know, more the hip hop, mm -hmm. we stepped back. But Smooth was the first one to do that. Smooth was and, the first and, one to say, yeah. I'm stepping back out, I'm going back in a rap and doing right. my thing. Right. And so you said you was the first one that got the broken language beat. Yeah. So how did y'all put that song together? The broken language beat was more me sitting there in the house by myself. Smooth was outside. My little sister was actually in the house. She had to be about probably six, six years old at that time, seven years old. She was writing on a paper. She was just jotting different things on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And she had on a paper, one paper just said, base your eyes. Wow. It just had base your eyes. And, um, I'm in there, I'm going through the paper, I'm sitting down, I get me a little, had a Budweiser, a little Budweiser <laughs> in the refrigerator. Yeah. And I was, I ain't a drinker like that. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I forgot who it was, my cousin's little beer or something. And I said, I'm gonna drink this. I know you're gonna be pissed, but <laughs> I'm gonna drink it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I cracked it, yeah. <laughs> I took two sips. And after the two sips, I didn't want it. I'm like, I done wasted my cousin beer. Yeah. <laughs> so I got it sitting there and I'm contemplating. I'm like, now nah, I don't feel like doing nothing. Oh, man. But I'm going through the papers and I see base your eyes. And I'm just looking at it and I'm like, I got the pen in my hand. I'm looking, I'm like, base your eyes. I'm like, on the guy that has no kind of worries if I die. So pussy clock try. So off just that line, you was able to follow up behind I followed that? right behind that line all the way till I got to um, rap beginner, like them a three knockout count winner. And I stopped there. Uh, uh -huh. Then I reread it from the top back down and was like, oh shit. Me and Smooth freestyles like this battling each other. Okay. But I never thought to put it on paper to even see the cadence of it, the the way it was structured. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we so used to doing it off the head at each other. Uh, Nigga, I'm this, something that, yeah, I'm uh -huh. this, something that. You know? And so. To go there with it, when Smooth walked in the door, I was like, yo, check this out real quick. And mind you, the beat of Broken Language wasn't even the full beat. It was just boom, 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 boom. No change up, no switch ups, no nothing. Mm -hmm. in it. it was just boom, 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 boom. So when you when you bam, wrote the bam, first couple bam, bam. the first couple balls, you wasn't even letting the beat play. You was just yeah, acapella the, I was acapella on that doing the first bars on that. Yeah. But then when I played the beat, it was just so repetitive, it wasn't doing nothing else. All right, okay. So when I got to the death threader, sender, hey, it kind of felt felt good because the beat was so repetitive. Yeah. And I knew what the word play that I was going to put on it, that was repetitive. Like, you know? So to me, it kind of fit. Mm -hmm. And so I did it, and Smooth came in and listened and was like, hold on for a minute. He walked <laughs> in the room. So I'm thinking that he wasn't paying no attention to it. He come out the room with a whole 16 bar. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, he like, yo, what the you, when you got that joint you was writing? I said, yeah. He said, say it again. So I said it to him, and he said, don't stop. Soon as you stop at your end, I'm coming right in. Yeah. So I said it, he came in. And we, we looked at each other like, how the fuck did you just write the opposite of what I was writing, and you wasn't even in the room with me? It was like two, no, it was like knowing each other, mm -hmm. but not knowing what we was gonna say, but knew I'm not gonna say half of the shit he say because he's a hustler. 
he's not going to say half of the shit I say because I'm a gambler. Right. So us being brothers That's and knowing crazy. that part of it alone, yeah. Yeah. that I don't speak his lane, he don't speak my lane. Exactly. I knew I wasn't clashing with him. Right. So he came and said that, and I said, all right, that's dope, nigga. Let me, let me, I, hold on. <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah. He like, oh, shit. So now it started coming together. Now it was me and him like, hold on. He going to the room, coming back out. I'm coming in his room. Yo, listen to it. He like, nigga, That's let's just crazy. finish it. We going to finish it. And we finish it. We still didn't have, like, who going to say what? How you going to say it? When we going to say it? We didn't have that down. Yeah. We went in the studio with DR. And DR said, we said, play the beat, D. And we played the beat and we kicked around. DR was like, whoa, hold the fuck up. It was over. <laughs> Wait a minute. It was over. It was over because D is a creative dude. He's like intelligent when it comes to beat making. Mm -hmm. So like, who, who else who else know? he worked with before he got with you guys? Like, He was working with, well, different guys from the, the community, you okay. know, that, that was out. Um, I forgot the young dude name, um, but he had got wound up getting killed. Mm. And um, DR was a producer worker with him. And DR started getting known behind that situation. Okay. DR was dealing with other guys from the community, but it was not so many known guys from the community. Okay. But he did have his hands in a lot of industry people okay. that he was doing singles for, he was oh, making creating nice. beats for. Right. So he was getting known in that world already. Okay. It was just when it came to the community, Nobody really knew who he was, like oh, DR period. He was like producer. Low, low key. key. Right. He was low key. But when he got when he got with us and, and um and he was working with MOP, that's where he was getting his name from. Mm, okay. And then, you know, everybody started coming to see him. A Z right. Bust. That's, that's it. It was yeah, over it was after just that. Everybody just coming and, and a lot of guys was coming to see him when they didn't have big records. So they would be in DR studio, you know, and DR being there producing stuff. Giving it to them because they had flatliners they was working with. I remember them, yeah. They was working with Headless Horsemen. Okay. You know, and all of them was doing Get So Live, Evil, Live, Evil. That was that whole different music. It was a whole different sound of music right. that they was bringing to the table. And people was calling it satanic music. They was just, they, uh, that's what they was trying to say. Okay. Because they had rats. They was biting rats' heads off in the video, all that <laughs> stuff. But they were signing Def Jam, mm -hmm. both. You know what I'm saying? So you could tell so when it was like it was like horrorcore. It, it was horrorcore. Horrorcore. Yeah, they were the first that. ones ever Ray touching. Biggins. Yeah, yep. they were the first ones to ever do it. Yeah, them and Headless Horsemen. Okay. So so you know it was a whole new sound and everything. I was around in that era. I was right there with them in the studio. Mm. So you know I watched all the eras of the music, try to get its place in hip hop. Yeah. You know, and um, I remember when they backed them them down off the horrorcore situation. To me, I think it was the dopest thing ever. I ain't gonna lie to you. To it be honest tough. with you, it went with hip hop. Yeah. It's what hip hop is. To yep. be honest with yep. you, yep. you know when you want to talk to satanic, you want to talk all this stuff about hip hop. I mean, they gave the blueprint from the beginning of it, and yeah. then people they destroyed it because they didn't want it to really be shown and seen for what it really was. Mm -hmm. And that's what to me, that's what it was. So like you and MOP, y'all was like the main, like because I'm gonna say like, like Brooklyn MCs. You, I can hear the, the difference between a Brownsville MC from a Bedstop mm -hmm. MC, cause y'all right. y'all got like a, it's like a real gritty hard. Right. Bedstop is more of like a smooth hustler. Mm -hmm. Tone. Mm -hmm. The tones is different. You can hear it yeah, in the totally tones and all that. Man. Totally different. To be honest with you, you know what I'm saying. Um, MOP, DR brought that out of them. Mm, okay. You know, um, I think to me, MOP would have been a dope hip hop rock group. I think they would have went 
way more further just in, in that alone mm -hmm. because they were the first ones doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it depends on what you talk about when you're kind of trying to trying to create that right. sound because I learned that from Ice. Okay. From him doing rock. Okay. And me writing music with him for rock. So I understand what MOP could have really been at with on how they do their music yeah, and stuff like it's that. Like a high energy, it's very aggressive. high energy. Yeah. And they can they can stand the grounds of being in the circle of any group. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I think they'll stand out even more, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. You get them that lane from yeah. what they do. Like I said, I was always a fan first, uh, um, MOP. When let me tell you a story. MOP, when they first were doing their first shows, when they first were doing their first shows, I went to about four or five of their first first shows. Oh wow. And I was right there behind them. Like when, when you coming in or go on the stage and I'm right there, VIP, everything, black hoodie on with them. I'm I'm right there. I'm in the mix. I'm Brownsville. I'm right there in the mix. <laughs> Saratoga. You know what no I'm saying? Doubt. So I was there supporting them from day one. Um I know they would get into a lot of squabbles and fights and all that. Okay. I was there. I got into a couple with them against people and stuff like that. But from that point on, you know, we had to do our own movement that was going on. So mm -hmm. I had to step back and go with my team and do what I was doing with my team. But big up to Boo Bang, God bless the dad. Right. That's somebody I used to run around, okay. you know, and go hang out with. That was one of their right-hand mans, you know what I'm saying? So it's big up, you know, to them for that. Mm -hmm.